0: This looks like the place we were supposed to meet. Remember, keep this on the down low. And don't talk to anyone suspicious. Hey,
1: are you the Obscura boss you're supposed to meet here? Oi, do I look like a sphinx to you? Come to think about it, you kind of look like a halo dealer. You got any? Pissed off. A simple no would have worked. Jeez. It's quiet here. A little too quiet. What are you
0: talking about? We're surrounded so by people. Lots of people. Loudly
2: talking. Uh, I I don't know, man. I just always wanted to say that. You're such a buzzkill. Hey, I say, hey, boys. I say, hey, boys.
1: Over here in the dark alley. Oh, hey, there's Mr. Layjet. Fancy meeting him at our secret business meeting. He's the one who set it up, remember?
0: We're coming here to meet him here, remember?
2: Uh, no. Never mind. Let's just get out of this crowd. Yeah, over there in that alley, it looks uh, pretty quiet. A little too
1: quiet. Okay, boys, this is a big deal, I say. Your boys are in over your heads. I got a meeting like I said I would, but it's hard to know who's going to show up. Might be that big Sphinx herself or be someone lower. We're meeting in that there warehouse. Let's hurry, you hear? Wow, this is a really nice warehouse you gots going on and everything. <clears throat> I'm glad you found your way here safely. Rafine sends her best regards and is sorry she could not make it. Ah, okay. Uh, so Mr. Layjet said things were dangerous. She probably didn't want to risk it. That is indeed true. Some powerful faction not affiliated with any family has been asking about you three. In fact, you've proven to be either very adept at deception and covering your tracks, or you three are very, very stupid. Which has made you unpredictable.
2: Yeah, it's the latter. Hey, come on, man. It's definitely the former. You know, I, I don't know how your fancy words work or anything, but it's definitely that we are adept at being unpredictable.
1: Silence! Rafine suggests you three lay very, very low until she can find out more about this new faction. So, you don't want the portal? We thought we were gonna trade the portal for some Halo. And maybe our lives. Rafine does not want your portal or your lives. Where do we stand on the Halo, though? We are done here. If you don't keep your heads down, they will find you and very likely kill you.
2: Uh, did she just disappear into a cloud of smoke? Welcome to another episode of Magic Proving Grounds, the only Magic the Gathering podcast that proves you can forget about something for 28 years and still make money off it so long as you stick them in collector booster packs.
1: How's everybody doing today? So what you're saying is I should buy a bunch of boxes now and they might be worth something later haven't been people been doing this for a while just on a personal level not by thousands of cases
2: i mean yeah i guess
1: mm.
2: it's a thing that people do
1: get them double double master collector boxes <laughs> i don't think those
2: four packs are going to go up in value like <laughs> surprise would. um so I'm your host, moderator Dave, and I have with me this week, I'm Ben. I just talked. And then also <laughs> I assume on the line with us is other Dave.
0: Uh, not here. Uh-oh. So, uh oh
2: um, So, I'm glad you're okay. back. Uh I had a uh a uh, weird uh thing happen at the last uh in a uh, in last week's episode. Kind of yeah. worried about you there for a second.
0: Well, I am okay. Some people aggressively took me to buy comic books. Oh, I was, damn! I was I, held against my will and forced to buy comic books.
2: I hate when that happens. Uh, that must have been quite the sight—bunch of comic book nerds struggling over trying to drag <laughs> you out of your room. It's like ah. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, other than being kidnapped to buy comic books, what have y'all been doing this week?
1: No, I've been uh, playing some more paper magic, stuck in a modern rut right now, trying to find a deck that is interesting enough for me to play with cards that I already have so I don't have to buy a whole bunch of stuff. Been working on a just a junk pile for Jund, like a, you know, I don't have like the Renin Sixes and things like that. So I've just been kind of throwing some stuff together uh, and trying some things out. Goldfish and some hands, kind of doing that. Jund isn't in a good place in modern. It
0: isn't.
1: no Not it isn't, really. It isn't because you don't have the right cards. Oh yeah, that's that's
0: it, it, well. Then the Jund is in a fine place in modern. It's just you.
1: Yeah. Well, correct. Don't
0: on Jund because you don't have the right cards.
1: Well, I think even if I had the right cards, it wouldn't be in the best place. Uh, but. Yeah, without the cards, it's 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 especially dire. And so, so what is dominating your uh, your stores' modern meta game? Oh, that's a good question. We actually have a kind of a varied store meta. People play different decks each week, so it's kind of hard to nail a sideboard down. That's kind of the worst. Hold Let's... up,
2: you know people that can afford more than one modern deck. Yeah. They well they I think they've been playing for a while from what I
1: what I gather. But uh we got a couple of Tron people, we got a Death Shadow guy. We have this really cool guy that uh he he plays like different combo decks every week and it seems like every week he's got a different like combo strategy that he's playing.
0: I bet if it's Ben a, sold the cards he doesn't use and bought cards he would use, he would have multiple modern decks.
2: Yes. That's just because he has a billion cards.
1: I don't have that. I would have more than, yes. But, yeah. It's a, it's a nice little varied. It's not super huge, but it is varied. And it's nice. Uh, Azor's Control, there's a hammer. How's does yeah, Control do? Usually good, but the guy that plays it is a really good magic player. So, I don't know if it's just that he's really good, or the deck is especially good. Curious. I, I felt like... Control has
0: been in a bad place in modern for a very long
1: time. So, yeah, the sometimes they do a four color Yorion 80 card pile variation there, but the 60 card one does well. He does well with that. So, oh, Yogmont deck, there's one of those. Anyway, I could list them forever, but. <laughs>
2: Cool, cool, cool.
1: What have you been up to other days? This whole podcast is just going to be Ben listing modern
0: decks. Yeah, it's welcome
2: like, to the been, welcome to the
0: proving grounds.
2: <laughs> it's that scene from Forrest Gump where uh, Bubba's listing all the shrimps, all the shrimp recipes that he yeah. knows. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yes. Anyways, what have you been up to, uh, other Dave? Uh, so I I've been hankering to play
0: something different because that. That white standard deck, although it's called aggro, it doesn't, doesn't feel aggro-y to me. It just hasn't really been suiting my playstyle. So I've, I've built a aggro deck for historic. And I have been playing that a lot. Been really enjoying that. I have, uh, it's also nice too because like the white matches take a long time. Which doesn't feel like aggro either. In these red a, these red matches, I just been burning through them. Like I can play like ten of them in an hour. Yeah. Oh, it's a red
2: aggro deck. Oh it's yeah. Oh aggro all the time, baby. Mm.
0: Yeah, I thought I've said before. I, uh, the key to me, the key to being good in aggro is is how you apply pressure to your opponents and force them to make bad decisions.
1: And this deck's mm-hmm. all about making people make bad decisions. You uh, you using the um. What is it? The the dwarf guy? Tor, Torborn? Yeah,
0: Torborn's in there.
1: Yeah. Mm. He's, he's yeah. pretty cool. I like that uh, The
0: card that I have really been liking, actually, which surprised me, is the, the Roiling Vortex. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's one red, one call us, It's an enchantment. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, it deals damage to them. And then if a player casts a spell that costs zero or they don't pay anything for it, they take five damage. And oh. You can also pay one red and your opponents can't gain life this turn.
1: Mm. Oh, is that relevant it's, and historic? It is. Life with gain? The, the, yeah.
0: With the angel deck and the, the life gain, the Heliod life gain deck and even just oh, the Zora's yeah. control with absorb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um that prevent the life gain.
0: That's hot. And the that other effect too shuts down the Arcanist decks, the um if they cast a spell without paying mana for it, it does five damage to them because they can't cast the
2: spells out of their graveyard with Arcanist. Really puts a thousand-year storm on the roofs. Is that a deck in his It should be. That. Sick. Well, if anybody's interested in looking at your deck list uh, for best of one, I went ahead and put it on uh, Moxfield. So. Well, I have... Have more
0: wild cards. I'll probably put a sideboard and make a best of three version of it. I just and I will, it, it cost all of my rare wild cards to make that. So
2: nice. Well, it's a good deck. I I, I like it. Looks good. Might make it myself. You um,
0: I also love robber of the rich. I think that's my favorite card that's been printed recently.
1: Robber of so. the rich. Yeah. I never heard this card name. What? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't playing during. Is it Eldrain? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's my that's my you,
0: jam. You're gonna have to read in the card now. Yeah, so it's one red, one colorless. He's a two-two haste two. and reach. Uh whenever he attacks, if you have less cards in your hand than your opponent, you exile the top card of your opponent's library, and you may play that card until the end of turn. Or any card, sorry, any card exiled by Robert of the Rich until the end of turn. So even cards you've exiled in past turns, you could play again. You can spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast those spells.
2: Wow. It's a uh, it's, uh, Robin Hood man. Yeah. Pretty good flavor. He's oh, because they have uh, a full hand and you don't. So that's yeah. the rich part. Huh. That's cool. And it's a human archer rogue. Very yeah, he's cool. definitely Robin Hood. Yeah. Very well cool. fun.
1: Anytime I can use my opponent's spells against him. So he's like, oh. Monkey upside down monkey but for hands instead of combat damage. Upside down monkey. Yeah, because oh in goodness. the art, he's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's upside down. Okay, so here I am
0: thinking you're talking about stranger things or something. <laughs> yes. It's I was like, there's a monkey in the upside down.
1: <laughs> I mean, there probably I'll- will be <laughs> at some point. Anyways. Uh- you
0: heard it here first, gentlemen.
1: <laughs> On the uh this is now Stranger, a Stranger Things, Things podcast. Uh, Speculation
2: Podcast. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what have I been doing this week? I'm glad you asked. Um, we didn't. <laughs> we, we didn't. We don't care. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Go, just ahead. Go, go cry in the shower then. Wasn't no, that uh, what you were doing this week? Yeah. Crying in the shower? <laughs> Crying in the shower. You guys don't cry in the shower? <laughs> Anyways, um, now I've been, I did some Baldur's Gate quick drafts did the one that they were doing for free, like last week for the mid magic thing. And then mm. played another one. And then at the end of that one, I was like, I don't like this. It was good when I was doing it for free, but it, having to pay gold to do this makes me sad. Oops. So I stopped doing it after that. Um, I don't know. I think that the friggin', um it's a lot. The, some of the alchemy cards that do the perpetual effects and stuff. There's a lot going on. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that was the draft I
0: tried to do on my phone, and I was just like, there's a lot of stuff here to read, and it's really hard to read
2: all these cards on my phone before yeah. time starts to run out. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was like, I don't know. Maybe if I played a little bit more, I'd stay away from some of the traps. But there's just so much going on, and then um, there's a call bolt that gives, when you tap it, you can give a card in hand, a creature card in hand, Perpetual Haste. Yeah, it's like, pretty good. Yeah, it's cool, but, like, do you tap them to get a card out, or do you attack with them? And it's, like, it's it's a lot. So, I don't know. Didn't win any any games that round, which is very sad. But that was pretty good. Um, That's basically all I've been doing. I've been farming drafts because I'm trying to get enough gems to get the new anthology stuff that's coming out at the end of the week. So... Hmm. I think I'll be able to get one set probably uh, right off the bat uh, which is what I have on hand. So, that's are you going to cool. get the one or the other? Uh well, we can talk about that when we talk about <laughs> the other uh the news. All right. So, uh segue segue into the news. <laughs> so, apparently some uh some stuff got lost 28 <laughs> years ago.
1: You're supposed uh, to segue into the historic anthology.
2: Oh, is that how that works? Yes. Yeah. I can't do it. It's it's written up differently on the uh, on the notes. Oh, okay. okay. So, uh, as promised, man, go off script one time. <laughs> I can't do it, man. As promised, the the explorer and historic anthologies are being released on the 28th of July. That's. Calendar that's tomorrow, yeah. So
0: probably not tomorrow when you listen to this, but
2: yes, uh, we're recording on the twenty seventh. If you know, you didn't get that figure that that out. You don't know how time works. Okay, so uh, what we know for a fact is going to be in the anthologies uh, thus far uh, was released in a. Update article last week when they announced when they announced the set was com- the sets were coming out on the 28th. Which, uh, do you want to go over the Explorer? Uh, sure, stuff? it's not speculation, yes. All right, so what they've released so far is three
1: cards officially favored hoplite, supreme verdict, and calitas traitor to get. Two of these three cards are. Big Pioneer cards. Uh, the favorite Hoplite is more, I guess, not so much used in meta, but is a fun card to mess around with. Mm-hmm. It's one white 1-2 uh, creature, human soldier. It has heroic. Whenever you cast a spell that targets favorite Hoplite, put a 1-1 counter on it and prevent all damage that would be dealt to it this turn. I mean, that's it's not a bad card. I just I, I haven't seen it in too many... White, white's not a really good deck in mm. Pioneer, but maybe something like a Hoplite would be more relevant in Explorer, based on the meta. But the other two are are actually really good gets for Pioneer fans. Supreme Verdict, uh, it's it's really good uh, sweeper card. I read it here. Yeah. It's one white or two white, or it's a blue, two white and one colorless. Supreme verdict can't be countered. Destroy all creatures. So it's like a wrath of God with a splash of blue. It's definitely used in the Azorius control deck. Yep. It's a very, and it should you should with this card in there you should see it rise up to power because one of the problems it has is creature interaction. So having a sweeper makes it so before it gets overwhelmed because like the the Azorius control deck and Pioneer. Takes a while to kind of set up, much like any Azorius control deck. So it needs time to get set up, and if he gets overwhelmed, then it'll lose. So, this helps it so it, it won't get there. So, this should be a big get there. And then, next card Cali Toss Trader to Get. Is it of or two? Two. It's of. Anyway, oh, uh, my goodness. two black, two colorless. Only- it's a three, four legendary creature, vampire warrior. It has Life Link. If a non-token creature an opponent controls would die, instead exile that card and put a 2-2 black zombie creature token onto the battlefield. You can pay one black and two colorless to sacrifice another vampire zombie. Put two 1-1 counters on Kalitos, Trader of Get. This is used mostly in the black and red Rakdos midrange deck. Yeah, it's a very powerful card in that deck. It's kind of key to the strategy a little bit. They don't usually run four of or anything. I think they do one or two or sometimes three, I guess. But the idea is that that deck's really heavy on killing creatures, so Kalitos will prevent them from dying, and you just get a black zombie. Well, they die, but you get a black zombie also, so it's like a two-for-one adding value to your your
2: destruction.
1: So this should make them happy as well.
2: Nice. Um, do you want to go? Uh, well, I guess I'll explain the speculation and then I'll go over the speculation first. Sure. So for the last uh, couple of days, the Wizards Arena account on Twitter has been releasing advertisements for the anthologies featuring art from specific cards. So while this is just speculation, I don't see that. Wizards would troll everybody by advertising this anthology. The anthology sets with card art that is not actually in them. Right. So we have, at time of recording, three additional cards for each set. That is, air quotes, speculation. But I mean, let's be real. So uh, I'll go over them for anthology. So the first card that is speculation at this point is uh, Teamer Battle Rage. We won't go over the, the specific cards Just because they're speculation Yeah, I don't want to get your hopes up Don't want to get your hopes up So Team of Battle and Rage Elvis, Mystic, and Mausoleum Wanderer Will be in the Explorer Anthology mm-hmm. And then the we'll move on to Historic So the speculation cards for Historic Are Chalice of the Void <laughs> Ophiomancer Am I saying that one right? Probably Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to pawn these ones off on somebody else (laughs) Uh, and then Leela the blade reforged how about you take the actual announced cards for historic other Dave Uh,
1: yeah
0: okay that would be uh, Tarmogoyf which is as you know a staple in just about everything at this point Ovation Angel of Hope and go Shentai of
2: Life's Origin. What modern decks, um, since this is what we have to go on, is uh, Tarmogoyf really popular in there, uh, <laughs> Ben? John, <laughs> Do you have some Tarmogoyf in your junkie <laughs> John? I, I do. Um, and
1: it's still a good card. It's just, it's not that good in modern
2: with the power level. I mean... It, so the pattern level and the power level in modern is so much higher now that this card that used to be worth like your firstborn child, yeah, is now not that good. Yeah, it's it, it's yeah, right, wow. exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> it's not like again, it's not a bad card, and it might do better in in historic than than it does in modern. But it's hardly played in modern except in that Jun deck. So we'll see. I'm. I am excited that it's on there. I'm not poo-pooing it. It's just. I was just it's just kind of funny. It's like, oh, the Goyf. He is an. Sounds iconic, like poo-pooing to me. He is an iconic magic guy
2: or creature. What about these other uh, these other two cards? What do you think uh, decks they might go in for historic? Either you or Dave. Other Dave.
1: I'll let you take that one, Dave. If you have an idea, because I don't know enough about historic. Like I know, Avacyn's used in um, like an Indomitable Creativity deck, I think, or some some uh, it's some combo deck, some Cascade deck, or some something there. Well,
0: I do feel like Tarmogoyf, despite you know it, it having died some in Modern, I do feel like it probably has an impact in Historic because Historic doesn't have all the, the the fancy things that yeah modern does and, and
1: and unholy heat is only four at max too so that'll help tarmogoyf. Unholy yeah, like tarmogoyf it, is going to be kind of hard to kill in historic. Right. In modern, yeah. it's just like oh, you got that. Okay, death. <laughs> it's dead, <laughs> and I think that's why it's, it's dead now. harder to play. And
0: is a cool card, I don't. I, it's too top end to fit in the current. Angel deck in historic They don't typically make it to 8 mana To drop Avacyn Mm. Uh, Maybe there's a reanimation deck That it fits into but I haven't seen A lot of those recently
1: Yeah some way to cheat her in Would probably be the only viable way
0: Yeah So I think unless uh, I mean don't get me wrong If you cheat her in you're in really good shape So maybe we start seeing Some more of those but right now at least with the decks that are currently in being played, I don't think Avison has a place, but you could build something around her mm-hmm. or around the idea of bringing her back.
2: Uh what about the Goshentai of Life's Origins? Where do you see this card? I mean it's a shrine card. And so yeah, it's it's going to shrine decks. Yeah, it's gonna go in the shrine deck. Well that's the easy answer. Is that the only answer though? Yes. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean,
0: I can't think of anything. I guess because you have to be five colors to really use it. Right. And so it's not like you can just throw it into the, the white-blue enchant deck that's in historic right now. It's not like you can just throw it into really any of the decks because the only five-color deck that I've seen is humans, and humans does not need to bring enchantments back from the graveyard.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is a weird uh, inclusion into historic i mean it is a kamigawa neon dynasty commander card i thought it might have been original kamigawa block but it is not it's just a weird thing they must be trying to push a shrine agenda agenda. (laughs) just because the cards in there
0: doesn't mean that they're trying to push something they can't just put out 25 bangers yeah there's got to be
1: some things in there but it would be so much better if they did Right, but there's gotta
0: be some things in there that are like combo pieces and stuff for yeah. other players. And this is this feels like one of those things that's like, Hey, if you wanna play shrines, this is this is gonna be great for you. Right. Otherwise you probably don't care. So it is good. great
1: in a shrine deck. I mean if you you're building shrines, this is that's the card. Yeah, this ties yeah. all it's like if you were mailing a commander deck for shrines, this would be your commander. <laughs>
2: Um, actually, it's Brawl in Arena. Oh, it couldn't
1: be. It couldn't be your commander because it's only green. I I was thrown off by the paying one of each mana to
2: do something. But anyway. No, it can't be a commander because it's not a creature. Is it a creature? It is. It is a creature. Oh. It's a legendary enchantment creature. Very cool. I'm excited to, uh, see what else they bring. Oh, man. I'm hoping for Nick's
1: Shrine to Nykthos. But with releasing Elvish Mystic and Explorer, that's still going to put that... Uh, mono green deck into a good place because you'll have eight mm-hmm. Lana or else, which is half the reason why that ramps. The other half is Nick
2: those. Mm, nice. Uh, I'm still hoping for Monastery Swift Spear. Oh, yeah. Though I still think that's going to be in this one. It has to be in this one.
1: Yeah. They just released in two if by two.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. If it's not, it's because it's going to be in Dominaria. United. But that's my they... That's my hot that's my hot take because well, I guess they can the, have monasteries on Dominaria. It doesn't have to
1: be a card. The well the
2: now this is going into spoilers for Dominaria we said we weren't gonna do. Uh-oh. But here here's my hot take. The okay. uh J. Ballard Planeswalker card mm-hmm. makes one one monk creatures. Oh. If it doesn't end up in Explore Anthology One, it's because it's going it's going to be in that set. No. That's my Hot prediction. right there. Down. down. But you know, I'm hopeful. I'd like to get it a couple months early. You guys have anything else you want to say about these anthologies?
1: No, I think it's a good, good thing. I'm glad they're doing them. They'll have the full list out later today,
2: I think. Unfortunately, we we record in the morning. So, anyways, so they probably ain't even awake on the on the Pacific Coast yet. Oh yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Dang it. Darb Narbit. Okay, so we're going to move on to the. I think the most. Interesting I'm sorry. What was that? Did you say Darb Narbit? Dog Narbit. You know, <laughs> Dog Narbit. Dog Narbit. The. Um. He says
1: it a different way every
2: time. I'm not sure what he's <laughs> saying. It, it, um. Yo, Samity Sam. You know. Mm, yes. The most interesting bit of news from this week. In my personal opinion, was. Is, is Darn Narvit?
1: Yeah. Yes. Your
2: yeah. Samity Sam's
1: uh, catchphrases. <laughs>
2: yeah. His multiple catchphrases. His cartoon swearing. Anyways, so Lost Legends. Can you guys hear about this?
1: No, tell me about Lost Legends. Sounds like Lost a video legend. game. <laughs> you just. Should... Oh, sorry.
0: Just, just Ben's whole tone there is just like, yes, I've heard of it, but no, I haven't. For,
1: for, sake, for sake of this. sake
0: of the bit,
1: <laughs> Yes. I
0: legitimately have no idea what this is. I have not. Oh, uh, been paying attention. Oh, to this is we're this. gonna get
2: a live reaction. We're gonna okay. get a live reaction. Nice. Yeah. So I, I know, like, other than the
0: fact that you guys have mentioned the words "lost legend" in pre-production and. Uh, said that it's the biggest news of the week. So I guess
2: I have some high expectations. Well, I'll explain it to you. 28 years ago, somebody put a bunch of booster boxes of the set Legends. You're familiar with that set, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great set in a warehouse and then immediately forgot about them. And they sat there for a very long time until Wizards is like, hey, We've been paying for storage place in this uh, warehouse out in the middle of nowhere. We should probably stop doing that. Somebody should go see what's in that, that warehouse. So they sent some people to the warehouse to clear it out and see what was actually in it because nobody knew. And what they found was just a giant stash of legend booster boxes. And then in order to celebrate the release well the 30th anniversary of magic and the release of dominaria united they decided to do something that i think is pretty interesting which is they've uh, unwrapped all the boost all the boosters uh i assume sorted all the cards and then they're putting them in collector boosters for dominaria united so uh, oh Every collector booster you open, you there's uh, a legends card that you'll be getting out of it. That's or a not, chance for a legends card.
1: Yeah, a chance. It's a three percent chance. It's a three percent chance. Because I mean, they didn't have. Uh, they only had a finite amount of cards yeah. to put in them, so it
2: worked mm-hmm. out to about a three percent chance. Three percent chance. So, I think this is the hella cool. Is it that the best is. news of the week, other Dave? I mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it is certainly the best news of the week. So You have questions. What what um I what I'm I'm just trying to remember what all uh high value cards
1: were oh, in that set. I have set. it pulled up here. Oh. Well, cool. I don't have to try and look shit up. Awesome. <laughs> so the big one's the Tabernacle Tabernacle at Pendrel Vale. It's not been reprinted. It's a four thousand dollar card. Jeez. How many cards are in this set? Total is Ugh. it a 300 card set? Yeah, it's a big one, uh, 310. So, so caveat being in that 3% chance, you could get a rare of some value, or you could get a 28 cent. Well, maybe it doesn't go down that low, it goes down to, yep, it does. It goes down to 42 cents. Hey, so, man. Uh, so, yes, yeah, the 3% chance
0: to get, uh, you know, one out of 300 card. Okay. Yeah. Continue.
1: With, Running uh, the whole gamut. Yeah. So the the thing about this value is the top end is really really high and the bottom right. end is really low. But the it's, top end, it's a lot of gambling. Right. Yes. Essentially, um, if you're if you're buying uh, them to get these cards, you're probably going to be disappointed. Um, however, it, I will say that there are. A, a a lot of cards with value over twenty dollars. Still, I haven't done all of the math, and then quite a few with over a hundred dollars. Well, do all of the math.
2: <laughs> well, do all the math. You have to. Well, here's the deal, and I I'll bring this up right what now. What
0: are you here for? I'm, if it's not math, listen.
2: I'm like Han Solo. I never tell him the odds. I'm not going to tell you the odds of getting Who's the a, magic finance guy. Okay, um, you Not also have to factor into the equation that Legends, the, the set, had a collation problem. So um, there ended up being a situation where some booster boxes didn't have uh, particular cards in them, like ever. Mm-hmm. At this point, when they opened up all the boxes, they just didn't open up a, a handful of cards. Well, it's actually kind of a mighty list of cards uh, because of that collation issue. So... Included, if you're interested, because I'm not going to read them all, in the link to the article is a list of cards you will not be opening because of collation issues. Um, and also, there's a list of cards that you will not be opening because of, um, well, they didn't state this outright, but insensitivity issues. Um as you know, I'm sure, if you followed the news um, at the beginning of the year, Provoke, what's the name of that friggin' racist card? Um, um, injustice. Provoke Injustice. Is, Is that it? it? No. Anyways, it's the super Nazi card came out in this set. Prejudice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Prejudice. prejudice.
2: Yeah. So it, the, It's Invoke, isn't it? Invoke Prejudice? Yeah. Invoke, yeah. Um. That's anyways. what was throwing me off. I was like, Provoke? You will not be getting the super Nazi card. It looks like they're excluding all art that that particular super Nazi artist did for that set. That's and good. then there's other, there's other cards. I mean, that guy is
0: uh, exactly what he draws.
2: Yeah. I, it's, it's not like somebody just saying, I disagree with this guy that makes him a Nazi. He's like literally. Yeah. A neo Nazi. Anyways. Oh wow, when you go to the article and hover over these cards that aren't in
1: there that show the art until you get to that card and it says, We have removed this image from our database. <laughs> Great. Yep. That's awesome. Because it's really they, bad. It is oh, man. um
2: all the all the racist cards have been cleaned out of Gatherer and they just have that that card image. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, too, that guy
0: comes out and talks about how that card is not racist. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm just like it's literally Ku Klux Klan members with an axe. Like, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> and there's schlossy- no way, shit, man. Um, anyways, uh, so there's also a handful of cards that were cut for insensitivity issues. I'm assuming this is speculation on my part, but Craw Giant, if you'll notice, is on that list, and you're like. What's wrong with Craw Giant? It's it's not a on the surface bad card. It was illustrated is, by Christopher is it Rush. Racist against crawfish? <laughs> no, uh, just pull it up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna tell. It's in the flavor text. Just read the flavor text. You'll get it. Yeah. I'm not gonna because I was like I spent. I don't want like, to do minutes. research. <laughs> well, <I'm done. laughs> I spent fifteen minutes trying to figure out why that was on the list, and then I read the flavor text. I was like, oh, there you go. Yeah. I get it now. It's a non-PC
1: uh, term in the flavor text. Yeah.
2: Anyways, uh, we'll move on. Uh,
1: to, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. You're like, ah, you looked it up. So what,
1: I, what this does mean, having this exclusion list and the fact that they're showing the art that they did open a tabernacle at Pendril Vale in that box, at least one. So, mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. Uh,
2: I think somebody opened one or they didn't. They They had a little video explaining what had happened.
1: When mm-hmm. they released this. Yeah, and they like, know, opened them on, on the video. They
2: were opening stuff on camera. I don't know. They, people kept saying no, no, uh, Tabernacle. So, but I think... Other yeah, anyway. other
1: ones that I remember playing with or having or seeing Eureka. That's Chains of
2: Mephistopheles. Oh, man. Chains of Mephistopheles is a freaking sick card. Concordant Crossroads. I, I, that card's broken. It, yeah, this this uh, announcement gave me the major nostalgias, and I was looking at all the cards from Legends. I have to tell you.
1: We had a lot of these. Serp-
2: Serpent Generator, man. Yeah. I'm like, that card just hits me. It's like the coolest card when, when I was growing up.
1: Dude, Killer Bees, man. I had a ton of those. They're worth
2: 50 bucks now. Aww. Any particular uh, nostalgia gets for you, other Dave?
0: Oh, really? Like no. To, no. Like the, the one memory I had when I saw the chains of Mephistopheles is that there was a guy I played Magic with at the college the first time I went to college uh, who played a deck that had one of those in that, and he played without sleeves and it used to bother mm-hmm. me so much.
2: Like, too, could you just... I'll get you some sleeves. Could you just put that in a... Just yeah. leave that. Wait a...
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Torwaki. They didn't find any Torwalkies. They're literally uh, making a new Torwaki card. Yeah, he
0: had just like and it was every deck he had was like old cards. <laughs> I, I remember like one time I was like, "Dude, is that an alpha fireball?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Would you just put a sleeve on it?"
1: <laughs> he's I like, "I nah. can't watch you play with an alpha fireball." <laughs> Rubbing it around, memeing at that point, he's like, uh, "Gonna make people." Talk oh, about yeah. this. I think
0: he actually did it on purpose, yeah.
1: to make people
0: around him cringe. But <laughs> I, I, whatever, they're his cards; he can do what he wants with them. Uh, that's my that's my memory though. Always like when I see cards like Change of Mephistopheles, it's like seeing him play it and be like, well, "That should
1: be
2: in a sleeve." Come on, man!
1: It's a fifteen hundred dollar card now. I bet he uh, is upset. <laughs> he probably so- isn't.
2: Was it worth it?
1: Was the troll worth it? Yeah, he probably sits around and goes, "Yeah, it was. It was worth it." Every minute. Yeah, that really sucks because I've de- I definitely had one of them
2: cards. <laughs> it's Fifteen hundred dollars—that's insane. I didn't. I, we never had a a, a a legends version of Serpent Generator, so I'm not too. Yeah,
0: I know he used to play Moat too, so Moat was also
2: also fifteen hundred dollars.
1: Like, man, just put a, put his leave truck. on it. Yep. So that's a really cool thing. Um, a couple things that. I w- I've been thinking about... I don't think this is really going to touch the price of these
2: cards. No. There's just not no, enough of them going into there just isn't enough of them. Yeah.
1: And the other thing is, I hope they don't have that problem with sealing the cards like they were having in... Uh, what's that? Double Masters, where it would crimp the edge of the card.
2: You know what I'm Ooh. talking about? I hope they don't have that problem with these
1: cards.
0: That would be rough. Yeah, Although... I will say this, though, while I don't think it, it overall affects the value of the cards for like true collectors with, with graded cards,
1: mm-hmm.
0: th- this could become a thing because like it's not like there's a bunch of, you know, high grade yeah. legends cards floating out there right now.
1: Well, mm-hmm. and but I also one
0: of these should in theory be a high grade version of the card because they should have seen no play. Mm-hmm. They've been in a warehouse for 30 years
1: and then they're pulled fresh out of a pack. Right. And I bet that if you are on it, you know, the first week of release, you could probably get some of these more expensive cards for hundreds of dollars less because somebody opens it and just wants money, you know what I mean? So they just like Mm -hmm. offloading it, undercutting every sale. So if you're a collector, you might keep your eyes out. Yeah, you might keep your eyes out and you might get something for cheaper, a really good quality too, or, you know, mint condition, near mint. Yeah. If you're, if you're someone who, uh, Traffics and graded cards. Now, you're
2: real excited about this news. Y'all's hot take is that this isn't really going to affect prices of uh, mm. Legends cards overall. Just not upgraded cards. Yep. That's it. Except for graded cards, which that's an up. <laughs> that's affecting yeah. prices going up. So, yeah. uh, speaking of card prices, let's go on to uh, this week's discussion. Five episodes or so ago, we had some predictions about card values. This was before Double Masters 2 was completely spoiled. So we picked the most expensive card that we knew existed at the time, which uh, was Renin 6, and kind of guessed how its reprint would affect the secondary market. Now it's time to uh, look up card prices, see who won, see who didn't, is Dave still going to be the superior Dave or am I gonna win? That's the real question.
0: I mean, look, I'm okay losing prices right,
2: seeing how much I've beat you in actual magic. <laughs> I gotta take my wins away. <laughs> um so I'll go over who said what and then uh we'll I'm look prepping up the prices, yes. Okay, so Ben said three hundred dollars. Other Dave said five hundred dollars. I said one dollar. Did we happen to write down what it costs when we made these predictions?
1: What what cost? The there,
0: there was no foil etched version. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. So
1: the the actual Renin 6 at the time of recording was around $90 cuz it had fallen a little bit. It was at like okay. 110 115 okay. at max, but it
0: had All I'm saying bit. is now is the time to build Jund <laughs> while it's
1: down. Yeah. Yeah. It went up, it was, it was down to like 60, just the original, like the regular one it was like down to 60 yeah. and then now it's creeping up. I, I should have bought it, but okay. So here's, here's the, the caveat I'm going to put on this bet. So they have like, we said like, what's the difference between a textured foil and a foiled etched? Cause there's, they, we didn't know that this textured foil I, was going to be. That's what I was
0: going to say is, is we found out since then that. Because we picked what we thought would be the rarest form,
1: and it was not. So in the spirit, we have to kind of go off the the textured foil, because that's the one that the most, because that was the spirit of what we were saying is what's the most expensive version. I'll allow it.
2: Okay. You know, I make the rules here.
1: (laughs) So what I am seeing around here... I mean, what do we want to use as a price because there's different vendors?
2: This was your bit, man. Come I know, on. I know.
1: I mean, do you want to just use the printed the the messed up price that's on uh Magic Goldfish? If it's what's messed up about it's it's never actually cuz it doesn't it doesn't account for like specific vendors like um sellers that are just selling the card. It just gives you a I don't know how they calculate it, but it's never really exact what it is. I mean, what I'm seeing, it seems like uh, by prices right rules, Ben has won. Yeah, because I'm getting for that textured foil or 380 to 405. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked at recent eBay sales because that was kind of what I figured would be a good judge of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty much almost every one of them is between 300 and 400. There's one outlier that went for 445, but. Other than that, there's about thirty sales all between three and four hundred. no sales under three hundred at all
2: mm. well, I guess I guess Ben is the winner we I'll win, win one of these I days. will say
1: that Dave's prediction of five hundred dollars it will get there I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> unless it's banned, but i I don't see it being banned. My caveat to this whole thing.
0: Is that we did not declare it was prices right rules until after I had picked my. You email. are
1: true. That is true. We have uh, imperative proof of that in the recording. Uh, and so,
0: like, I was kind of just like, "Oh, we're doing prices right rules," and I was like, "Well, I'm not." Okay, I guess. So I already we, said five hundred. So,
2: look, just for future reference, it's always prices right rules. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. Yeah. This is.
0: Sorry, man. I mean Ben still would've won. Uh if I'd if I had realized it and I'd stuck with five hundred, although I don't know if I would have stuck with five hundred.
1: Price is right, you would have done three oh one. No, no I, I wouldn't
0: have been that much of a t- I, I probably would have done four hundred.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's that is still an insane price to pay for a card. It really is. It just got printed. I I don't know. I mean, I'd pay that much for like a volcanic island or a taiga or something. But like, holy moly, dude. Collectors, I guess. They like to collect. I like to use my cards personally.
2: I I just buy the cheapest version.
1: Yeah. I would rather have a non-foil version of a card, to be completely honest.
2: It it does
0: look like that Renin-6 textured foil is the most expensive card in the set.
1: Oh, even over well, Imperial we were, Seal?
0: We, yeah. Now the Imperial Seal foil etched is
1: only selling for about 280 to 300 Oh, wow. That really dropped in price. But I guess you, wow. if you think about what it can be used in, Imperial Seal is basically just vintage legacy and commander. 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 It's Dash. really
2: a commander gift. Yeah, it's a commander I
1: mean, there are, there are recent sales as low as 250 Yikes! If you had an mm. Imperial Seal before this, you're probably sad.
2: Well, I mean, the one from so, i mean, that's the foil etched
0: version. What's set to the original Imperial Seal? Portal Three in? Kingdoms. Portal Three
1: Kingdoms.
0: So the Portal version, the original, still has—I mean, it does look like it's come down, but like recent sales for the Portal version are like seven sixty. Oh yeah. Best offer taken. So I can't tell. Oh yeah. Three thirty, six fifty. Some graded ones sold for like seventeen hundred. Yeah. No, it definitely brought the price down to the original Imperial seal.
2: Yeah, it's, it's rough if you're yeah.
0: one of those people.
2: Hmm. You know, I sound like a jerk, but I don't really feel bad. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh. So I don't feel
0: bad for people who like owned them and played with them or who owned them for the purpose of playing with them. I feel bad for people who were viewing it as an investment and lost out on their investment because that's no difference than putting your money in a stock market and then losing money in the stock market, and I would feel bad for those people.
1: Yeah, and what, I, if you're doing that, though, here? if you're doing it, like, having cards solely for that, as soon as they announced it was going to be printed, you would have sold it. And you wouldn't yeah. have taken oh, yeah. that big of a hit, so. Right, yeah. no. If that's
0: what I was doing, and I was paying attention, then yes.
1: Mm-hmm. If you could sell it, because anybody that wants to buy that card probably knows it's getting printed, so. I could wait. Yeah. yeah i
0: say pretty much as soon as the announcement came out, you probably are still taking a loss yeah. to get
1: rid of it. Yeah, that's fair.
0: You probably aren't taking a huge loss if you sell it quickly but it's one of those things you don't want to hold on
2: to for very long all right so um do we have anything else to add uh, to this discussion or should we move on um don't buy double
1: masters in general (laughs) that's my that's my take uh Just buy the singles. Why are you against Double Masters? Have you had bad luck in Double Masters? I have had bad
2: luck in Double Masters. Dude, you should tell this story. I forgot that this wasn't on. So
1: just to catch you up, Dave, uh, I I was kind of, you know, uh, therapy shopping. Um, So I bought a collector's booster, and then the guy (laughs) at the store, he's a great salesman, um, he was like, you could get another one, so I bought another one. Anyway, anyway, I, he ended up talking me into buying four of them, which is a box of the collector's booster. Yeah, um, I did not make uh, the money that I spent back on them. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. It was like two thirty is what I what I um, got. Well, the, the the rares were worth. I didn't do all the other ones or like the you know notable cards, but right. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Oh, I'm going to buy a collector's booster and get super value and a bunch of foil etched stuff. Uh, that did not happen with me. So, it is definitely gambling. So, don't do it. Yeah. I I was in a a card shop the the Wednesday
0: after it came out and I was looking at it and I was debating. I was like, should I buy one just to see what happens? That's that's
1: what happened with me.
0: And then I was looking, at, and they didn't have single packs. They were only selling the boxes. Oh. Oof. And I was like, I'm not buying a collector's box. That's not happening. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not that rich.
1: What's good I'm is rich. that. I'm not rich at all. <laughs> what's good is that I did get some cards that I needed, but I could have just bought them for like $100 instead of 260 or whatever. Mm. So you never know. Nice, nice.
0: I probably uh- will. Uh, those masters cards do tend to at least uh from what I have paid attention to in the past, appreciate over time yeah. because they don't tend to like print those right. They don't reprint those sets. Mm-hmm. And so like the art card, the alt art cards and stuff like that, as they get harder and harder to find down the roads, you know, textured foil, Renin Six. Is going to be harder to find 10 years from now than it is right now.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And some of the other good things, just to add, uh, it did bring the prices of a lot of cards down that are used in modern, which one of the biggest problems with modern is the price of that entry. It sucks? <laughs> it's a good format, but it's a, it's a little stale right now. Uh, anyway, my, I, <laughs> I think all formats are bad formats. Oh, except Alchemy because they can balance That's them on the, the fly,
0: right? I mean, I think alchemy is a great idea that the the magic crowd will never uh, embrace. It'll be like 10 it. years from if now. If you were asking me on paper what the best format is, it's alchemy because it can be balanced. But like I said, the, the, the player base seems to just really not want to embrace that idea at all.
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> and I, I feel like the standard card pool is too small to make creative, interesting decks out of. I feel like the modern pool's power level is just too high, and it makes uh, uh, playing modern kind of degenerative in a way.
1: And it effectively makes the pool smaller because you have to play the super high-powered cards, specifically
0: Modern Horizons 2 cards. And that's not even touching, you know, the cost of entry or or whatnot. I mean, I understand for some people that's not an issue, and for some people it's a big issue, but like realistically the the problem with modern is the power level Yeah, is uh, it, all those matches seem to be decided by turn three. Uh It's very rare that I see some kind of turnaround. It's like, I'm not saying it doesn't happen because it does, yeah. but more, more often than not by turn three, you know, who just because of the power level of those early. Yeah. I will levels.
1: say that when I'm in a game, I can tell by turn three or four how it's going to shake out. <laughs> So like that to me is
0: not fun magic. That's not interactive magic. That's not, I don't know. It seems like pioneer is the best format, but it has the same problem.
2: That's that standard. Alchemy
0: has whereas uh, the community just doesn't embrace oh, it right. yeah. in a way. Cause, cause pioneer just, once you've played modern and then you take your, your sack lands out of it, pioneer feels so restrictive. Yeah. Uh, your mana base feels so restrictive compared to the way modern feels. Like pioneer just doesn't have that
1: same consistency. Pop to yeah. it, yeah. Well, yeah, but you want people want to play the big flashy, flashy where it's like, oh yes, I got you. Turn four, turn three, turn two. Right, but that's the, like people want to play that. I don't. I think that is bad magic. I understand that,
0: even though I play aggro and Michael wins <laughs> by turn four, uh, and that is my preferred archetype. I also think that, in in general, magic is at its best when people get to turn six and seven and the the match is still undecided.
2: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot more decision points. That makes sense why you like limited to, so much, too. Limited is the only true form of magic.
1: As Richard Garfield intended.
2: Technically not, because there wasn't even a format. Um, right. Until <laughs> later. But... I was memeing, because people say that a lot. I know, and it's... Uh, don't even get me started, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I understand that there is
0: a level of randomness that goes into Limited that people do not like. That is an acceptable argument. But I also think that Limited tests your skills better than any other set. Yep. Or any other way of playing. That is factual. I, agree. That's, I, I mean, that's, that's why I'm so bad at it. <laughs> like, anyone can go to MTG Top 8 and look at a deck and build it and play it enough to learn how to pilot it in a tournament. Yes. They maybe can't play it at the level that a pro would. They maybe don't understand every interaction, but right. anybody can go to MDG Top 8 and buy a deck, basically, and go compete somewhere.
2: Yep. Speaking of competing, are you guys interested in doing a challenge this week? Yeah. Yeah. I would
0: like to throw a challenge out here since I have recently built a red aggro deck in Historic. I would like to challenge you guys also to build a deck in historic and see who comes out on top.
2: Okay. So let's uh, do the parameters of this. So you want any deck? Can I just get like a nut deck and, and play you? Or or do we have to homebrew it? I mean, ideally,
0: yes, we would homebrew the deck.
1: That's what we're looking for. Because as okay. as you explained before, anybody can pull a deck off the internet and play it. <laughs> so, Yeah. I would like to brew one. That that sounds like fun. Yeah,
2: I'll, I'll see what I can do. There's been some alchemy cards I want to try out in Historic, so see if I can't come up with something.
1: I'm going to have to really look at this because I have no idea <laughs> about Historic. So let's, uh, yeah, this is fun.
2: I'll do it. So, uh, like, have deck lists prepared next week and play next week, or do you want to do? Um,
0: yeah, we can play next week. I'm okay with that. Okay.
2: Sweet. I'm, I might rework
1: my list a little bit before then. I'm yeah, that's fine. Gonna play it some more and we don't PC. know what the uh,
2: anthology cards coming out are. So might, <gasps> Ooh, all that right. will change it, it things. Change stuff, I might have so. to... I was going to go for the Explorer one first, but if we're doing this challenge and there's some good historic, I might get a historic first.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Um. So when are we <laughs> going to play each other?
2: Next week on Twitch.
1: Monday. Monday. Okay. Any, any specific time? One o'clock I
2: don't know.
1: after the podcast.
2: We can do one o'clock. Yeah, I'm good. We record on Monday. You want to record in the morning and Just uh, roll right into it. Do the challenge. Do the challenge in the afternoon because I have to stop eat lunch or I get angry. Yeah. We're going to play them on Twitch, one o'clock Eastern Time, and determine the winner. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, best of luck, fellas. And don't forget to tune in. Um, well,
1: also, I'm going to not have two microphones broadcasting at the same time so that we don't have a problem with audio. And we're going to put this as a video, I think,
2: right? On our YouTube channel Great. that we have that we never talk about. Now that we've hammered out the, the challenges, I guess that's the end of the show. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where to find us? Ben. You can find us on Twitter at
1: MPG Pod. Uh, you can find my personally, me personally uh Be Nice MPG. Where can they find you, moderator Dave?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Dave underscore MPG. Um, you can stop looking for other Dave. We found him. He is safe. Uh, so stop sending tips to our email, which is show at magicprovengrounds.com.
1: But if um, you want if to send like to... any other magic related questions or non magic related questions to that email, then you can. Feel free. That's the show. Outro music.
0: Opportunity there. I should have sent an email. <laughs> said I, I.
1: have your. I have your co-host. Hey, that would have been. I would have been actually scared. I think if that happened. You must no. all play a challenge to <laughs> my devious challenge in order to get him back. <laughs>
2: I'm like, sorry, Dave, you're gonna die. <laughs> I can't win anything.
0: You must solve Enchant Wordle in order to
1: get him back. Oh my gosh!
2: Oh don't without Scryball. No,
1: you're dead, Dave. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're probably dead. Because I was thinking about it. Um, I missed the like 15 years of Magic where I didn't play, so those are cards I don't really know. And then I thought about it. I was like, I'd probably be good at the older cards. And then the last, the last two that I did was older cards. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm actually really bad <laughs> at it. This is a bad game. I mean, it's a good game, but it's you gotta really it's know to really not- hard. Yeah,
2: it's. It's almost it's really hard, even when you are using using Scryfall. You have to have a system. I think I've developed a pretty good system for for doing Enchant Wordle. Yeah, but you have to you have to use Scryfall, and you have to you like because you you, you you figure out which one all the all the little bits and pieces, and then kind of work it out from there, right? Yeah. So yeah, I'll,
1: this is I've decided that I am gonna guess until like I am five away, and then use Scryfall. I think that's how I'm going to do it.
2: Okay, well, this is how I do it. All okay. right. So the first, the first thing I guess every time is Joda, Archmage Eternal, <laughs> because he's a five-collar mana, legendary human wizard, right? Oh, it's, so. Yeah. So that's going to tell you whether it's a human, which is the most uh, printed race in Magic. It's going to tell you whether it's legendary or a creature. And it's going to tell you whether it's uh, monocolored or multiple colors, right? Oh. So that that cuts it down to uh, a, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you either know it's a a, a a creature or a legendary card, and then you. I usually I just, go with. Thank
0: God goblin guide at the beginning every
1: time. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad choice. It's right in the middle. I think. Right. Goblin guide. He costs one. Well, I was talking mm. about the sets. He's he's wow. yeah. he's somewhere in the middle of yeah. the sets. Like you don't yeah. want to guess an alpha card because obviously if it's not that, it's going to be higher.
2: Yeah, and then um, also Joda's mana cost is like five, so that's right in the middle of the mana cost. Yeah, so you go higher or lower. So I think that's probably the best start out start out guess, and then depending on what it is, it's like you know, some planeswalker or I should. A uh card from theros that's a enchantment creature, yeah, something weird like that mm-hmm.
1: it's a good it's a neat game though for sure um it's, there's also another one that's like guess the art or guess the card based on the art uh, that's pretty cool. I don't know if I would be better uh, at that one, but yeah,
2: I feel like I would too, because it's visual, yeah, true, brings back
1: the memories uh,
2: you should share that one in the in- uh, in the Discord, yeah, and we could put it in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah, you should put Enchant Worldle in the in the show notes too. Worldle. Uh, okay, that's such a mouthful of a name. Anyways.